Canadians are perhaps the only people on earth who say sorry, who preemptively apologize when they themselves are not at fault, but when someone else has done some accidental little hurt to them. Canadians are also the only ones who, in the face of a real apology to them, wave it off with no problem. No problem dissolves all thought of offense. These are great habits. Tiny gestures of good manners, both. They are the very oil we put on the friction of trivial social encounter. We wouldn't need to be worried about civility if the practice of good manners were broader, deeper, and the first response to any troubling or trying situations. Now, we all have nasty moments, moments of anger, too, and moments when we allow ourselves to just let fly. But having been schooled by parents and by ourselves, we know that to scream or insult or abuse or deliberately embarrass someone, stranger or not, is mean and self-indulgent. The best among us hold back, control those little fits of loud or insulting behavior. Some sliver of adolescent mischief in the still unformed brain might have led those young men we saw to howling raw sexual comments at a female reporter recently. But had either of the men involved in that kindergarten exhibition owned some sense of decency, good manners, or simple respect for another human being, female or not, then the whole crude mess would have been utterly preempted. There would have been no incident, no social media pylon, no job lost, and the reporter could have gone on about her legitimate business. Good manners forestalls mean, cheap behavior. On Elizabeth May's speech, there's not really much to say. It was emphatically not an attempt at humor. It was a disorganized stream, mainly of anger and insult, revolving around Ms. May's unfortunate deep contempt for Prime Minister Harper. It was not a comedy shtick gone wrong. It was a half-raging tantrum fueled by unearned righteousness. With good manners, neither wine nor fatigue or both could have led her to that nine minutes of distemper. Ms. May did a whole round of apologies the next day, and many MPs, Tories among them, were willing to let it pass. No problem. To my point, there was a person with decency and good manners in Ms. May's circle, Minister Lisa Raitt, who acted during the May breakdown the way I hope the better angels of our natures would provoke any of us to act. She saw her friend, opponent, doing damage to herself, embarrassing herself and most everyone in the room. And then Raitt took the daring initiative of gently and tactfully getting Ms. May off the stage and saving her from whatever other and likely worse calamities were likely to befall. Three cheers for Ms. Raitt's sense of manners and her human sense of fellow feeling. She did not exploit the situation. She rescued a friend who was an opponent. When we talk, as we do so often, about civility in public discourse, we could remind ourselves that a code of manners centered in every individual and held on as an anchor in this social media cell phone age would modify so much that is harsh, juvenile, abusive, and demeaning in our public exchanges, and for that matter, in our private lives. For The National, I'm Rex Murphy.